Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Us signing Pat, I think, took his game and my game to another level because the brotherhood bond that we find, that we formed, it transformed and, you know, carried over to the field to being, it was competitive every Sunday. We had a game inside a game every week because <laughs> who going out play the other guy? So. Yeah. So that was, I told him he never went to the Pro Bowl <laughs> until he came play with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right. Those guys, those guys were just the perfect run stuffing oh. combo. For I mean, for three years, it wasn't that. I mean, Judd, you covered those teams. Yep. Wasn't that the stingiest run stopping defense? Yep. Basically, in NFL history. It was one of them, Like yeah. 70 yards a game or something, rushing, just yeah. ridiculous. If I am not mistaken, I think they led the league in against the run in three consecutive years. And I, I think, did yeah. they hold the NFL record for most consecutive games without allowing a 100-yard rusher? Yeah. I, I think they do. I think yep. they do. And that's why, and that's why on Halloween night 2006, Tom Brady at the Metrodome decided, I'm just going to dink and dunk them to death. And yep. that was the formula to beat that team. But yeah, uh, Kevin looks good too, man. He, he, he lost a lot of weight. He looks fantastic. He's a hell yeah. of a player. Well, well this is a uh, a comments from YouTube edition of Purple Daily here, presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, Daily Vikings Entertainment, and our mission statement is we want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we all die. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colin O is going to start off the uh, the feedback portion here, and, and he commented earlier this week, Kevin Williams seems like such a great guy. Seems like a guy you'd want as a friend. <laughs> he he does seem like a guy that you'd want as a friend. I mean, he first of all, he's like very large and yes. would be able to just protect you physically. Um, for guys like Declan and I, who are just very diminutive, but yep. he just seems like a good seems like a good guy. Incredibly, yeah. incredibly laid back for how intense he ultimately was on Sundays. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, boys, uh, we're gonna just buzz through a bunch of. Your comments from the week from the Purple Daily YouTube channel and questions and uh, critiques and feedback, some positive, some negative. But let's dive into this thing here and start with (laughs) Kevin Cannon. He says, can you guys name five Vikings quarterbacks better than Kirk Cousins? I think I did this list when the pandemic started, actually. Um, Tarkington was... Tar- so the list was Tarkington was one, and Tarkington is definitely a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Um, after that, it got a little, it gets a little bit dicey because I think my uh, was my two Culpepper. So we we could, I, de- have, I mean, 
So, or let, let me let me rephrase it this way too, because you did do this list, but yeah. is the I think we all agree Fran Tarkenton is the greatest quarterback in Vikings history yeah. relative to his era, right? You can say, whoa, but like Kirk has a passer rating that's yeah, I I, it, you can't compare. Some of the stats are just era specific. I mean, those quarterbacks were getting their blocks knocked off by defensive <laughs> players. It was a different game. Is there a case to be made that Kirk is the second best quarterback in Vikings history? I think that depends on where, where you fall with a guy like Dante. Because, I mean, th- but that's that can be spun two ways. One is Kirk is good and you guys don't appreciate Kirk. The second way is, oh, my God, this team is not ahead of franchise quarterback since Tarkington left. <laughs> so, like, there's two ways to see this. I, I see where he might be going, but I don't look at it that way. I look at it as the astounding fact that this team uh, post-Tarkington has, aside from a guy like Culpepper or Kirk for a while now, has had so much trouble finding a quarterback um, that could basically be the quarterback for eight years. Warren yeah. Moon, Warren Moon, don't forget, too, and Warren Moon's prime was damn good as well. Like, Warren Moon had a cannon for an arm. He was really good. So he shouldn't be dismissed either. Yeah, this is a little tough because, you know, there's there's longevity and then there's peak greatness, right? And, like, when, whenever we talk about the Baseball Hall of Fame, I personally put more stock into how great were you at your peak, even if it was a shorter amount of time. Like, I think Johan Santana is more of a Hall of Famer than Mike Mussina, even though Mike Mussina pitched for, like, 20 years and Johan's peak was, like, eight years. But Johan was the man for, like, five or six years. So for the Vikings, I put Brett Favre probably (laughs) second on this list because of just how ridiculously great he was in 2009. And I know how the season ended. But, I, I mean, that, that 2009 Brett Favre season was, and then the 2004 Dante season, too. But the, but the Brett season, to me, was the second best quarterbacking performance we've ever seen behind Fran Tarkenton in Vikings history. And I still, because Dante went to an NFC Championship game, and Dante came closer to winning an MVP in his era yep. than Kirk Cousins has. Yep. And Dante had mobility. So not even a knock on Kirk, but like peak Dante. And Dante was, you know, he, I think he was the quarterback for six years. 2000, yeah, part basically part of a sixth year. He got injured in 2005. So the longevity thing is not, yeah, Kirk's been here for three years, right? So I would say Fran, Dante, the one year of Favre, and then you can get into the Kirk Cousins discussion. Now, if Kirk helps lead the Vikings to the NFC Championship game in 2021 here, then the conversation starts to change. So that's kind of where I'm at. I think it's uh, Dante has the higher ceiling, but Kirk's floor, like you know what the Kirk's floor is. Like Dante had some, Dante did mix in some pretty brutal seasons in there with turnovers and fumbles and interceptions. Kirk has never really sunk to that level. But the peak of Dante was basically an MVP season. And, And the peak of Kirk Cousins, at least in this Vikings era, is still... Like what the ninth best quarterback in the NFL? So, I I would say Dante over Kirk, but that that's also again probably a little bit of bias. And don't forget too, if we're going to go down the path of really good seasons, you got to throw in Cunningham ninety eight as exactly. well because that that was borderline M- MVP as well. I think he won the Maxwell Award actually too. So, the best seasons I've seen from a Viking quarterback in the last what would it be thirty years yeah. now are probably would probably go Cunningham, Favre, Culpepper. And then if you want to talk longevity, Tommy Kramer has a lot of like yep. Tommy Kramer is second in a lot of categories yep. in Vikings quarterback history, like yards and um, I think completions and touchdowns because he's 
because he was the quarterback for like a decade. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, Kirk. Let's not let's not crown him. Listen, let's. It, it's a team sport, obviously, but he can climb this list if they do some special things in 2021. All right, <laughs> let's keep moving down the list here. Are you twenty one? Says Phil is the type of guy to eat the popcorn on the ground at the movie theater after everyone leaves. Oh uh, n- no! Well, not, not even close. What's that all about? I mean, if it's my own popcorn that fell out of my own bucket, I mean, might I might grab? I wouldn't depending do that. on what the floor looked like. That'd be pretty gross. Are you twenty one? Adds Phil is the type of guy that claps when the plane lands. This guy doesn't like you. I don't think this guy knows you. Yeah, he doesn't know you, and he doesn't like you. It's one thing he doesn't like you. That's that's fine. But, I mean, he's making assumptions that just, yeah, you would not clap when the plane lands. If it's turbulent and thunderstorming, I might, you know, I might, uh, a little golf clap for the pilot when the plane lands. Uh, Kevin Fessler says, we know exactly who Mike Zimmer is as a head coach. He's a head coach. uh, He's a head coach who can take a bad team and situation and make them competitive in a short period of time. That floor is high, but the ceiling is not. And this is a product of a head coach who still views himself first and foremost as a defensive coordinator. It doesn't get this franchise where it needs to be. A. Jonesy adds, come to think of it, I never see Zimmer talking to cousins on the sidelines. <laughs> it's like they have no relationship. All great coaches are involved with their quarterback. Your thoughts? That's a good point. Yeah, I was, he's right. It's but really I mean, accurate. We, and we've talked about this. He doesn't, as far as I know, Mike is, is for the most part, during the course of a game, fixated on defense unless something goes wrong on offense, in which case he's just mad. But, yeah, as far as like going back and talking to Kirk, I, I can't remember. The last, I'm sure he's done it. I can't remember the last time I was at a game at U.S. Bank Stadium, though, and remember seeing it. Uh, he just hit on a bunch of points that are, I think, accurate. And I really like the point of Mike can take a team, aside from 2020 when the defense was atrocious, if you have a halfway decent defense personnel wise, Mike can make you pretty good. Uh, is that a yeah. is that a Super Bowl team? Is that a contending team for a championship? Probably not. But it's also not a train wreck, and that's why and that's why it's sort of a difficult discussion because it's not like he's a bad coach, but is he the guy who's going to get you to that next level? Mm, that's debatable. Probably not. The co- the cousin Zimmer observation is an interesting one. I I tend to shy away a little bit from just trying to make full on judgments based on what we see on the sideline. There's certain things you can make judgments on. Like there's certain things that you see happen or little explosions here and there, and and you can definitely glean some things. But because like with Zimmer and Cousins, who knows? For all we know, they're texting each other all week, and you know Zimmer's got thoughts and ideas. I don't think that's necessarily the case. You up? But it is an interesting point. I can't really remember, really ever, like Zimmer going over during sort of a down period, or you know maybe the the offense is on the sidelines, and so. You know that you see Andy Reid go over and talk to Pat Mahomes, right? You see Belichick and Tom Brady, or yep. um, but I don't remember the last time Zimmer like sat down on the bench next to Kirk and had a two minute discussion during a game. Have you guys ever seen no, that? Has I've it ever been picked that. up on camera? I don't no. think so. But I mean, he's not coaching Kirk; he's coaching his defense. Like he's calling the plays on defense. Weird. You can't. I don't think you have the ability to really go distract yourself and talk to your quarterback while plays are ongoing, unless unless. The coordinator is calling the plays, and since Mike got here, he he calls the plays defensively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could like take your earphone off and just yell at him for fumbling once in a while. And I think the quarter, you know, that happen. You know, I think it comes down to the, this. I, I think the OC for the most part uh, is in the press box or the coach's booth, and the quarterback's coach is on the sideline talking to Kirk, and Mike is coaching Harrison Smith and Company. 
Uh, Ali Danani says, does Declan have a Puma sponsorship or is it because Puma is always on sale on eBay? Uh, well, two things off this. Number one, I love Puma. Puma's, Puma's my stuff. Um, I use it for golf. It's just my go-to, my go-to apparel. Uh, someone actually mentioned the other day and said, oh, I didn't know uh, Declan was the Corey Cove of Score North wearing nothing but Puma gear all the time on the show. So apparently I have that in common. With, Does uh, Corey, Corey Cove, Cove wear Puma gear? I guess so. I didn't know that. Okay. But um, but I, I do love my Puma gear. I look good in it. It's it's affordable. Mm. It's cheaper than Nike. Like Nike and Under Armour are, are great, but I love my Puma stuff more. I love my Puma. Okay. Uh, I got to be honest. I love PXG myself. PXG oh, yeah. Minneapolis is uh, just a golfer's paradise. And uh, listen, if you want some PXG apparel to look great during the summer months and uh, step up your game in that regard... Just stop on in, PXG Minneapolis, Southdale Center. They've got all kinds of great clubs you can test out to for all different price ranges and, and uh, types of game. And uh, PXG.com slash Minneapolis is a great online stop for you to snoop around. Let's see here. Uh, a lot of people also wondering in the YouTube comment section if Declan has brushed up on his Fred Cox history yet this week. Oh, no, I forgot. I, I have not. Um Homework assignment over the weekend. Major, major shortcoming yeah, in your Minnesota sports knowledge. Yeah, no, I, I had no idea who that was. Yeah, there's a lot of younger fans in our in our Purple Daily uh, comment community, too, that are like, I don't know who he was either. I guess if you were born, like, after 1990, you just don't know who Fred Cox is, the greatest kicker in Vikings history. You get to know your Vikings history. Oh. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> and the stats, incredible. He missed all the time, and nobody cared back then. <laughs> no. Dude, kicker stats are hilarious they are. from like the 60s That is interception 70s. stats for quarterbacks are my two yeah. favorites. Nobody cared. Don't, oh. don't make sense. Oh, I guess our kicker shanked the 31-yarder again. Rah, rah, rah. Let's go back and play defense. <laughs> He's a heck of a straight-ahead kicker, though, isn't he? Yeah. That Fred Cox. Just Br- bring in the boat. Oh, man. Uh, Cody Cook says, Purple Daily is the best Viking show on the web. Thank you, Cody. Thanks, Cody. Absolutely love the open opinions and realistic takes, positive or not. That's what makes the show Stay true, guys. Skull Vikings. P.S. Judd is way better than a toaster or even an air fryer. He is one of the best personalities on the oh. web. We have found Judd's burner account on the YouTube comment yeah. section. Or Dawn's. Actually, it was Dawn's. Yeah, I'll say it. sounds like Dawn. It was Dawn. Dawn. She was afraid Stella. I might get fired. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, here's what I'm going to say. I don't even believe Pumping it, but I'm going to put this. Uh, is the Faithful says, what I'm concerned about is the expectation to win like we had for the Twins this year, and you guys know what happened with that. Well, but you know the what? Twi- the Twins were but set to do wait, big wait, things. Wait, wait, wait. And- That's the Minnesota sports problem. Yep. This is not our fault. <laughs> like, like the Twins are supposed to be good. They suck. Not our fault. Incredibly disappointing. I'm not going to dumb down my expectations for the Purple because, oh, man, look what happened to the Twins. If the Vikings stink, I'm going to expect changes. So, like, that's that's the thing is we need to hold these teams accountable. We don't need to give them passes because the Twins didn't play well or another team didn't play well. This is this is reason for more pressure. Like, it, it, win. Go out and win. You got the roster. Also, like, I think the other thing, too, is sometimes it's const- it's misconstrued that, like, if you're applying pressure or holding someone accountable, that you're either being negative or you're harming something. It's like you can hold – and not just in sports, you can hold people and teams accountable and still root for their success in the long run, right? I, th- I think you almost need But that's what you're doing, right? Things. Yeah. So, like, when we sit here and say no excuses or I'm with you, if they fall short, it doesn't mean that we should, like, put our tails between our legs as fans of this team and, 
all right, now let's lower the bar back down. No, it's been 60 years, and you can you can you can get joy out of this team from week to week on one hand, and then also like on the other side of your brain say they should win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's, it's time to win a Super Bowl. Okay, it's time to. And, and okay, here's another thing. All right, I've been thinking about this this week. I was on um, uh, Cooper. Uh, let me. Uh, what's Carlson. his last name? Cooper Carlson. Cooper Carlson. Dude, he's a he's a regular listener. And Cooper does a daily show called uh, Minnesota Sports Daily on YouTube. Go find it, podcast. And, and I was on his show, and we were kicking around Minnesota sports. And I told him this week, we deserve a championship. I almost feel like Minnesota sports fans, sometimes Minnesotans, we feel like, well, it's, we grind it out through the cold. Like, it's almost like we don't feel like we deserve good things sometimes, right? Like yep. we just sort of take our medicine because we're Minnesotans and we yep. don't complain about it. <laughs> Well, we deserve a championship. We deserve the Vikings to win a championship at some point. The Vikings are probably the best franchise of the four men's professional sports leagues, the main ones in this. Uh, and even like you could even count MLS of all the men's sports leagues. They're probably the best franchise to never have won a Super Bowl. We deserve a Super Bowl around here. And it's okay to say that out loud. Right. Well, and we should set our expectations high. That's where they should be. The Twins... The Twins are an enormous disappointment, but we weren't wrong to expect them to be good. Mm-hmm. It's their fault they stink. Fix it. Like mm-hmm. we, I, I feel like we as sports fans in, in this town sort of put our tail between our legs and are like, we shouldn't have expected this. No, we should have expected this. And, then, and we have to continue to apply that pressure uh, to teams to be good because if we don't, guess what? We're giving them a free pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, good segue to the next question here. David Odden on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Thank God it's warm in Minnesota right now because wet blanket Judd would freeze up there. That is very, very hurtful. That's very hurtful. Judd, Judd is like comfortably in 67 to 68 degree temperature at all times. He doesn't leave his house. So whether oh, it's hot like, or cold, right? Like you're and just... I like 67. 67 is perfect. Is that, yeah, what's the, what is the temperature that you usually set your thermostat at? High sixties. Well, no, I I put the air on. It's in the sixties. Yeah, it it you know I mean our our house is probably I don't know around sixty eight. I stayed so. I stayed Very in a nice. hotel on Saturday night, and I always am notorious for putting that sucker on the lowest temperature possible. I hate that's too much for oh, me. Oh, I love sleeping in absolute freezing. Cold. Really? Yeah. I don't. I yeah. I like it to be a little chilly, but not freezing yeah. cold. Oh, you stayed in a hotel after the wedding? Yes. You okay. were very curious. I was like, yeah, nope. I was like you I just like randomly stay in a hotel room. No, nope, we will not go there. But no, yeah, I, I don't. I got a feeling. I know what <laughs> happened. I got a feeling. I, I, know yeah, I, I had. I, I had the room. It was yeah, my room. I hope she wasn't cold. <laughs> it was by myself. If you really want the full details, it was by myself yeah, in sure. that hotel room. Sure. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Um, it's enough details for yeah. me. Uh, Bob Swede says, "Write this down. Bobby. By the conclusion of Week Seven, Phil and Judd will call for the Vikings to tank for the draft." Do you think we're going to be calling for the Vikings to tank by week seven this year? If we are, people are going to be fired. I, I hope not. Like, It's up to them, man. It's well, up right, to them. but I mean, I, I feel like some people some people interpret what we're doing as we want them to lose. No, we don't. It helps everybody no. if they win. In in fact, it is bad for our business if they lose. Like, the, twi- the Twins being bad is bad for us because people don't care about the Twins. That's bad for the Twins, but it's also bad for us because we like to talk about them, and now people don't care. So, like, with the Vikings, we want them to win. We called for them to tank last year because they were 1-5. The tanking from the, the tank talk last year was about long-term success. What's the yes. – okay, now that, you're, now that they're 1-5, what's the best thing that can happen for them to eventually win a Super Bowl, right? 
And, you know, was it sort of fun that they won some games and they went on a run and they made it relevant for November, December and kind of flirted with the playoffs? Yeah, it was fun. But, like, if we're being realistic, would you rather have had a higher draft pick? Yes. We talked about that. Well, yes. Probably. Uh, was it kind, of, kind well, of a waste? Like, it was fun to see him win some games, but it was, it was kind of a waste. Kind of a waste. Just saying. Did you really need to beat Detroit in that last game? <laughs> This isn't Detroit, man. It's the Super Bowl. I mean, I would have been happy to lose. If I'm the Vikings, I would have been happy to lose that game. Yeah. Listen, there's. it's up to the Vikings. There will be no tank talk on this show yeah, unless we don't. they stumble all over themselves and, like they did to start the season last And time, we so. never have any interest at the start of a season in the Vikings being bad. No, of course not. Never. You like that? Nobody. You like that? We should. So, anyways, uh, great comments, questions. We appreciate you guys. And uh, your checks are in the mail for anyone that complimented mm-hmm. us this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that nice mm-hmm. comment about me is going to cost some money. Really? For sure, yeah. So, thanks to uh, thanks to everyone who uh, makes this a community. It's just super fun to see all of the interaction and sometimes the bickering and the fighting. We love it. It's great. And uh, we enjoy entertaining you guys on a daily basis here on Purple Daily. We'll see you next time.